Channing, if you can get in also. Channing, Bradley, will you come? No, I want you in it. Jennifer, come in also. I'll take it. Brad, get in here. I'll take it. No, I'm doing it. Angie, Lupita. And the Oscar goes to Lupita Nyong'o. It has been the joy of my life. When I look down at this golden statue, may it remind me and every little child that no matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. Thank you. Twelve years a slave. I'm sorry. I apologize for the paper, but otherwise I'll just uh, bore you all. Well, maybe I'll do the same now, but I'll try not to. And the Oscar goes to Matthew McConaughey. I said, why? I said, because my hero's me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero's always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. So to any of us, whatever those things are, whatever it is we look up to, whatever it is we look forward to, and whoever it is we're chasing, to that I say amen. To that I say all right, all right, all right. Okay, wow. Well, first I'd like to thank my moms for supporting me and forcing me into writing when I was four years old. I have to thank my beautiful wife and collaborator Megan, just, you know, for everything. I have to thank my big brother Joe Sadusky, with whom I wrote my first screenplay. I wouldn't know what it means to be a man without you. And my fourth grade teacher, Mr. Watson, for being the first person to tell me you should be a writer. And I also want to thank a producer from the future for buying my next screenplay. But most of all, I have to thank my rock, my one constant, the one reason I get up in the morning. This one's for you, Popcorner. Shalom and welcome. <laughs> to Pop Corner, everyone. It's really exciting because we're in the big studio today. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, to my right, in the inside the stu- inside the booth, he was the runner-up. I'm just filled with runner-ups today. The runner-up to our Oscar quiz slash test slash bet, Max Sussman. Which is why Zach is hosting the show which today. Which is why I'm in the comfy chair. And joining us today, I'm not going to say this evening because it's freaking in the morning whenever you listen to the podcast whenever you listen to this <laughs> she's the runner-up to last semester's sue's news quiz to me it's to to max you. it's noemi don't call her naomi pomerlo thank you for joining Hello. us thank you for saying my name right pomerlo i was not gonna say it right if i had done the intro <laughs> pomerlo okay so in case you're wondering what we're talking about if cases max's intro wasn't clear <laughs> we're talking oscars today not the guy who lives in the, in the garbage can. I'm talking Not about the, the Academy Awards. The 86th annual Academy Awards were on Sunday. We I'm, all watched it. I've been yep. writing that acceptance speech since I was like six. You've been working on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I plan on doing my I acceptance. I took you since you were six? Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you were thanking your wife at age six? Oh, yeah. I knew it. I knew it, I knew it at an early age. Uh, okay, so let's just get some initial reactions to our Oscars. What was the thing that stood out to you guys the most? The seams that showed in the broadcast throughout. Um, ooh. Yeah, like it wasn't an awards-based thing. It was, uh, there was just like those those three or four moments in a row where Ellen seemed to like not be on her mark at the right time, not including the joke where it was about not being on your mark. Okay, yeah, that, there that was, was like There were these shots though where they'd like, they'd come back from a commercial and there'd just be <laughs> an empty stage and Ellen would like run out from the wings. 
and you'd hear somebody going like, "Okay, now go out" or something like that. You heard, you heard the applause, please announcement. Yeah, at one I heard point. that yeah, yeah. too. I and heard that, that too. That is not something you want your TV audience to hear. No. That nope. just totally shatters. The I spell. always yeah, that shattered it for me. I always assumed that the applause was just natural, as in, "Okay, we're gonna get more awards going." Yay! Well, the, I just assumed they were like, "And we're back from commercial," and they'd be like, "Okay, good, yay!" No, not applause, please. Uh, okay, now clap. Okay, can we talk about Ellen? Yeah. Okay. Did you like Ellen Noemi uh, as a host? I like how I, you I, worded it. I rev- yeah reviewed it as competent but completely forgettable. Uh, is Sounds how I felt right. about this Oscars. I so, did not like her at all. I mean, I, I won't. Rem- I mean, I'll remember last year, but it was terrible with Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> I actually preferred MacFarlane. I preferred I'm eating, I'm eating now, too. by the way. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, the pretzels they good. Yeah, yummy. Uh, I preferred McFarlane too, just because he tried something different. I mean, his he op- went for it. His opening monologue was long, like yeah, way fi- too like long, fifteen minutes. Hers, was, hers was. was short but sweet. That was probably the best part. Yeah, no, the opening was solid. As soon he didn't as, love it. I didn't love it because as soon as his first, her first joke, rather, Ellen, her first <laughs> joke was about the weather. I'm like, this is not gonna be any edge to it whatsoever. No, I feel like she was still in. You know, morning talk or daytime talk show host yeah, mode. That, then, that was completely the point, though, is that there was going to be no edge to it whatsoever because they were like, okay, last year we overshot, this year we are dialing it so far back, we're yeah. kind of in the grave. No boobs at all. No. <laughs> that song was funny. I okay. got a kick out of it. I, Every I it woman I've really ever talked funny. to about it hated it, though. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pe- I, can, I can imagine why people but I, didn't like it. Misogyny. I thought it was an attempt to, I mean, I think he failed at this if he tried to. I thought it was an attempt to satirize the idea that often big-time showy actress roles are highly sexual and involve nudity. Yep. Yeah. Because he list, I, everybody he listed was like, it, was, it wasn't like Kim Kardashian, we saw your boobs. It was Jennifer Lawrence, we saw your boobs. Charlize Theron, we saw yeah, your boobs. Yeah, all these Oscar winners. Uh, I, I feel like he was trying to make a joke about the fact that when women show their boobs, they can get, get Oscars, which is, that's a misogynistic oh, thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, but but the parody did not quite it work. Did, it was a failure, yeah. yeah. Anne Hathaway made that exact same joke when she hosted, if we yeah. all remember. Yeah, but women are allowed to make that joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what Fair about enough. Seth MacFarlane? What about gay men? <laughs> Closeted gay men? Yeah. That's so funny how that's an ongoing joke in Hollywood. Oh, how, Everyone makes that how joke. How is he not gay? Oh, my he goodness. He was dating Amelia Clark? Yeah, he's yeah. dating... Wait, from... The, yeah. uh, Khaleesi? Daenerys, Lisa. yeah, the Khaleesi. Khaleesi! But he also, Elton John was married, so I'm just saying. I know. Oh, that's a big... Yeah. <laughs> he's about, about as gay as it gets. I've heard, like, rumors about every single person in Hollywood being... Tom Cruise. Uh, John Will Travolta. Smith was Zach one that Efren. hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, well, that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me at all. No, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me at all. I just thought that... It was he, you can't get more opposite from Seth MacFarlane than you could than you do do with Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, that is exactly what they were going that's for. That's a fact, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you could go with a black a black woman would have been the more oh, opposite. Yeah, like Monique or something. Well, we were joking around. <laughs> Monique. <laughs> hey, former Oscar winner. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, gosh, I liked with Seth MacFarlane with his giant monologue. At least he tried something different. He though. went for it. Her joke, she even used some of the same jokes she did last time when she hosted. Also, the pizza party sucked. Yeah, oh, no. Okay, let's talk about that. Zach and I were Facebook chatting the whole show, and we just, we had no, we had more material from the pizza joke than anything oh, else. Oh my goodness. The fact it, that what was it, 12, 12 minutes, 40, 54 seconds? That was oh before God. the pizza showed up. That was just in the ordering the pizza joke. Rain Wilson tweeted the amount of time that it took to, uh, that joke lasted was about 12 and a half minutes. And then there were like five callbacks to it as, as the show went on. Yeah. yeah. I did. I did very much enjoy Harrison Ford being like, "You give me that pizza first, Ellen, before you pass it off to like <laughs> Liza Minnelli." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was so much focusing the camera on Liza Minnelli. It was looks, kind of odd. Well, there was the uh, the ode to uh, Wizard to of Judy Oz. Garland, yeah, to her Judy mom, Judy Garland, yeah, yeah. and Pink. 
Yeah. Let's talk about Pink for one minute. I love Pink, and she crushed yeah, that she song. Did. She crushed it. I could have done with a little more uh, acrobatics. I know, she wasn't flying. <laughs> I thought that would be a perfect opportunity. She, all of a sudden, she just started, and it was like on the on the broom, but no. Ooh, yeah, that's, as soon as that happened, there, was, there were tweets going out that were like, I'd like to see Pink doing her like high wire act with a broom right now. Yeah. Wasted opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. She That's a hard song to sing. Yeah. That's not someone you see something you see people at karaoke bars doing all that often. She was rocking For a the reason. she was rocking the high leg slit as well in her dress. I like it. I like her legs. Wasn't she's a good athlete. <laughs> she's a great athlete. She is. That was like. Um, did you notice how Angelina Jolie wasn't showing any legs this year? No. Do you remember what, when was that? Two years ago. Oh, the, the, the leg pop. Yeah. When yeah. she did, when she yeah. presented the awards for the to the Descendants, and yeah. Jim Rash tweeted something about it and just started trending Angelina Jolie's legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was... The, somebody made a fake Twitter account as they always do. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. As the Adele Dezemed fake Twitter account. Okay, oh my god let's talk about that now John Travolta's uh, I don't want to call it lip slip or something because <laughs> he's dyslexic yeah that's what people forget and I feel the, bad about the thing, it though, but Adina they Mitchell's... should have told him who he was presenting yeah I agree and he should have known her name so even if he couldn't read it he could say Adina Menzel Adina Menzel's famous too yes. she's not just some random I mean, of my heart. Of her going into the interview. have you seen Wicked? Yeah, uh, that's yes. why. Yeah, right. No, I it saw it on Broadway. Broadway. Okay, but here's the thing. Really? That's okay. Awesome. Her name's Edina Menzel, and he pronounced it Adele Mazine. Dazim. Dazim. Yeah. So you can kind of hear like his dyslexia. It's there. It's like, there. Yeah, like, it's completely sort of. reversed. It's inside out. Yeah, it, it, the <laughs> word is inside out. P.S. What are your guys' names off of you? There was the simulator. Oh, mine that was like putting your name in John Mia Travolta's. something. Was it? <laughs> mine was Mia something. Mine was Zach Grison. Nice. That's, <laughs> and that's and beautiful. It's spelled, and it's spelled Z A C K. Mine so was even, Nicole Patterseem. Nicole Patterseem? Yes. Yeah, Which so is easier I, to I, pronounce than my actual name. So I spell it Z A K, and even a dyslexic simulator spells my name like the, the uh, right way. The appropriate way. <laughs> I thought that was funny and a little bit ironic. Okay. Um, let's get more into the awards now. We've discussed a little. Oh, P.S. There, not just to give Ellen some credit, there were some bits that I did like. Mostly when she showed up in the Glinda outfit. Yeah, right after. Yeah. And then she ruined it by trying to say a joke that no one really got. The uh, the, the selfie was good. We, we talked... You, I, yeah, you and I talked you smack about it as selfie. it was happening, but dude... It was good. Numbers, uh, no. numbers and, don't, numbers don't lie. It broke the internet. You, had you know that, that was an ad, well. right? Like that's, that's oh, the Samsung ad. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's it's just that is some freaking clever viral Sam, advertising. Samsung right there. gets viral advertising. Oh yeah, from their Jay Z commercial. No, Rick, Rick which, Rubin. which like. Really, that probably did more to boost the phone than Jay-Z's album. 100%. Was the fact that you got a free Jay-Z album with the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, okay, I didn't, I purposely went out of my way just to not retweet the, uh... I didn't retweet it. Retweet the photo. Did just, you? I did. Did, did you, you make, did you make one with yourself in it? No. No? I don't know I, I have to say it was really annoying that they broke Twitter in the middle of the freaking Oscars. That was yeah. A little, he, like, maybe two minutes after she took that picture... Zach yeah. goes, Twitter's down. Yep. <laughs> I was going to tweet something. Riot. I was going to tweet how I'm not going to tweet the, retweet the picture. All of a sudden, I can't retweet it or tweet anything because it's broken. For me, that's like half the fun now for watching these award it, shows it, is watching Twitter on my second screen. It oh, was, there it some was great still accounts. dead when uh, Lupita Nyong'o won. I'm like, uh, I want to tweet about this in all caps. She had a great speech. Oh my God. She was okay. so, uh, she's right, wonderful. a great way of starting the awards portion then. Lupita. Now, I have a question. She's my best dress, by the way. I have, I have a few... Dude, she always I, I, she always dresses yeah. amazing. I have a few Oscar Oscars, so people who I'm giving okay. Oscars for their performance so at the Oscars. Best dress was Lupita. <laughs> best dress was Lupita Nyong'o for sure. That blue was amazing. That was mm-hmm. true. That's true. I'm a f- 
think of a sensitive way to say this. I love black women. You're a fan. <laughs> You're yeah. not racist. Yeah. And I, I, I love the uh, no effort made to like obscure or hide her face at all, which is a smart decision. Like as in the, the, like with the short hair, like there's oh. no, there, there was no, there were no facial accoutrement. There were no big earrings. There yeah, were no yeah. random necklaces. It was just this beautiful blue dress and this beautiful woman in it. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. So she wins your best dress, and Max is now joining Seth MacFarlane in the, the closeted. <laughs> it's official hey, now. Until I write a musical. That's true. Okay. <laughs> so here, I just have a quick question about Lupita. Where did all this? love come from because I, I as far as i was concerned everyone was still on the jennifer lawrence bandwagon of like she's adorable amazing everyone can see no wrong still, in her they oh, still oh, are. They like, still, oh yeah. yeah until the moment that lupita wa- won the award <laughs> i had never heard of like this oh my goodness i'm so happy for lupita i have heard about tumbler the tumbles the tumbles yeah yes Am oh I my god tumbler is freaking crazy for lupita go on um, yeah, please tell me neither I, of us I'm use not, tumbler this yeah no ba- basically uh yeah. I mean, basically, Tumblr was like, we dare you not to be racist, Hollywood. We freaking dare you not to be racist about this. Is that really all it is, though? It's it's a big deal about it, because she's... Because basically, uh, Tumblr being the social justice and activist hub that it is, um, they wanted a black actress to have a positive career arc, and so they're hoping that from this, she'll see further success. This is like her first thing yeah no she was the, in, like, that's MTV's the thing is that, she's right out of drama school yeah they're saying that she was she was really good um and so you know they want to see her go somewhere from here like jennifer lawrence went somewhere from winter's bone winter's bone winter's bone which is what she should have won that was a great whatever. movie yeah <laughs> who, who won that year for it was she up for supporting actress or that was best yeah. actress she was up who for won that year i will t- i will tell you in a second okay we'll look that up okay so let's discuss then the awards. Any award that stood out at you guys as being highway robbery? Wait, can I tell you my John Travolta-fied name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia Simpson. Mia Simpson? Yeah. I like it. Simpson. Simpson. You brought to you by Simpson. It's like Simpson with a French accent. Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so your snub. Biggest award snub then? Redford for not even getting nominated. For what movie? I know. I'm blanking on the name of it, but I saw it. That's it's terrible. the one where he's alone in the ocean in the boat. Oh, okay. Uh, why okay. can't I remember um, it? I haven't, I haven't seen it. I heard some one. people talking about the past as being a big snub this year, too. The past? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is that? I didn't see my, that, one. Uh, that one. See, my snub is in a movie area that nobody freaking saw, which is the live-action short films. <laughs> Those are the only sections I got wrong, by the way. I, I'm super I'm super angry about who won in that. The, could I, the Redford movie is called All is Lost. I didn't see that one. He's by himself on screen the whole time, and he carries it. Really? Well, Must, like, cast away. If he's the only one on screen for the entire time, I would assume he carries it. The boat carries him, though. But <laughs> Best supporting actor, the boat. The boat. <laughs> uh, or, boats are girls, wouldn't it? Would be best supporting actress. Yeah, because boats are, are feminine, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so, uh, just to clarify, we all did, uh, we all made picks. Let's just go over the scores, because... Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, well, you got a, Max, you got, got, Max got 15 out of 24. My wife got 14. How how'd you do? I got 10. You got 10 out of 24? Uh, see, I kept betting against my instincts, mm. or, like, because I was like, I was like, no, Hollywood's gonna do this, but I'm very bad at predicting what Hollywood does, which is stupid, because Hollywood's so predictable. You got 10, right? Yeah. Oh, did no. You, would you, did you have Best Picture wrong? No, 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 I had Best Picture right. No, I had all of the big ones right. 
Um, it was like, and I had like sound design right, and everything yeah. gravity all, one, yeah. everything gravity, gravity one, I got right. Yeah, oh, we just, gravity. we just, Zach and I both just all tech awards to gravity. Um, you even gave it the score, which it won, didn't it? It did. You were so yeah. set on I, Philomena. I, I listened. I listened. I was, I was like flipping off it, the screen as you're like, ah, suck it Because Alexandre Desplat. Who does, who does all of Wes Anderson's movies is an incredible oh, composer, and he's, I, be, I thought he was due. He's been nominated like four or five times and hasn't won. Same oh, yeah. as same as my Roger Deakins theory, but he lost again this year. Yeah, well, O for twelve, Prisoners, that greatest I, cinematographer alive, O for twelve in Oscars. He did um, Skyfall, right? Skyfall, okay, well, every, every Coen Brothers movies. In case everyone's most wondering, Sam Mendes movies. I am the Oscar whisperer because I had twenty of twenty four, which is which is the best score I've seen anywhere. Thank like you. including Oscar, Oscar, Oscar analysts, like pundits who kind of try to uh, handicap the Oscars. The best score I got, I saw from one of them, was twenty as well. I know somebody who beat you. Ah, oh, gravity. <laughs> <laughs> gravity, gravity did like basically bet gravity in all the technical awards, the and you win. Did, the only one I didn't win was production design, and I got lucky. I haven't seen Gravity, and I was just filling out every single time there was a tech award. I'm like, all right, Gravity, Gravity. Except for production design, I'm like, oh, it's Gatsby. Com- it's computers. Does that count? Yeah, mm-hmm. Gatsby. Yeah, but they also had to build the build the spaceship and stuff. I okay. was just banking on Gravity winning all tech awards, and I was wrong twice on production design. And uh, no, I was wrong once because like the only thing, I, the only other one I got wrong, tech wise, was the costumes. I got which also went wrong. to Gatsby. I gave it to American Hustle. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I gave it yeah, as well too. to American Hustle. There might be a snub in there that American yeah, Hustle won American zero Hustle. awards. That's a f- yeah. amazing movie. I, I, I don't know if I would call it amazing. I found it very uneven, but like at the very least, like I thought Christian Bale's performance was amazing, and it's just Matthew McConaughey's performance was also amazing, so I uh, kind of throw those two back and forth. They're amazing, but Matthew McConaughey's pure Oscar bait. Oh, uh, yeah. He is. I mean, come on. He had all the criteria mix, like, checked off. He had the body transformation. Issue movie. Ish, yeah, it was a prominent issue with the AIDS pandemic, whatever. It was... <laughs> Pandemic. I'm going there. Yeah, it works. I, I incorporated yeah. into my research report the word pandemic yeah. yesterday, so yeah. it's on my, on my brain. It only makes me think of the board game. The only ones I got wrong, yeah, costume design, the and then the short movies, the animated and live action shorts. I that... I should have guessed animation right. I like there why was did one. You, why did you not pick helium? Uh, why did I? Okay, because that was the helium... animated short, right? No, no, no. That was that was live action. Oh, really? Yeah, they used a lot of CG in it. Like technically, helium was very very good. Like I'm I don't know how much of a budget they had or whatever but like they did some more than nothing they did some very impressive cg in that film but the the story was so freaking saccharine and predictable and yeah uh, it, was, it was it was this guy telling this sad story to like this dying child who, oh, that's he, that he's gonna go fly off with the balloon that and when he's like, so it's up yeah yeah but but i was like this is just really irritating and and like it was by far the yeah okay yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get those wrong. I didn't get those wrong. So, sorry, I got those wrong. So, yeah, I mean, those are those are every in every Oscar those. pool. Those are the crapshoot categories. Uh, I I, I I've gotten them right the last three years because I've seen them. But this year, I got both of them last, wrong. I, got, I wanted I wanted um, before losing everything to win so much. It was so amazing. It's about this woman trying to flee her abusive husband and. Like, it's about her, like, bringing her kids to her work so she can, like, squirrel them away afterwards. And him coming in to try and see her at work and her trying to hide the fact that she was about She's to run away. And, and it's just, like, That's... this incredibly tense 15 minutes. Knowing that, oh. I'm surprised it didn't win because that totally sounds like Oscar bait. Yeah. It does sound like, like Oscar In the bait. least offensive way I could say that. It, yeah, no, it was... It it's, was it's a fact. Ugh. There are movies that are just designed... 
perfectly to win Oscars. All is Lost is one of those where like, there's a couple movies that are designed for Oscars that don't win them every year. Like Leo's J Edgar Hoover, that was Oscar bait that it, didn't take. Oh, he, they didn't catch. A, they didn't catch an Oscar. Okay. All is Lost with Robert Redford alone for two hours on a boat. That's for sure best actor bait. They didn't reward it this year. Okay, I want to talk about the major ones now. Do it. We're at about 18 and a half. So I've now, I think my best advantage was that I hadn't seen any of the movies going into the Oscars. <laughs> so I just, all I did was rely on the on buzz. You just watched on them buzz. afterwards? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All his picks were based on buzz. Yeah. I, I've seen, 100%. I've seen four out of the nine. Which ones have you seen? I've seen, uh, I freaking saw Captain Phillips because I could see it for free. Oh, I, it looks pretty good. It, it, good. it, it was it, the entire reason that people remember that film is for the last five minutes. Really? Because everything leading up to it was fine, but it's it's like popcorn. It's like kind of oh, okay. Kind of. How is Tom me. Hanks? I heard he was uh, should have been nominated. I thought it's because of the last five minutes. Uh, for the he, rest of the he film, didn't, he didn't get nominated. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, that surprises me. And neither did Oscar yeah. Isaac for Inside Llewellyn. Yeah, Davis. that movie got snubbed altogether. Though. Yeah, completely. It did. I think it only got what a sound editing nomination. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. And not, not, did he not even get Best Picture nom? Nope. Anything? No, it didn't got, get it anything? got shut out of all major characters, categories, right? Categories, okay. The, oh, uh, yeah, you've seen Captain Phillips. I've seen the, uh, Captain I want to do a Captain, Captain Phillips fun fact before we move on. Barkat Abdi yeah. improvised the line, I'm the Captain Now, which nice. is now the signature line from that film. I'm the Captain Now. So I really hope he... He's going to be a hard guy to cast going yeah. forward. I really hope he keeps getting roles, but he's so odd looking that it's like kind of just gonna have to play africans that was probably one of my favorite <laughs> yeah that was probably one of my favorite jokes that i made when uh he had the because he looked what's his name again barkad abdi barkad abdi my guy the whole time he looks like the biggest like black nerd i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i made the jokes to blurred. you that you're, like it look he looks like the guy who spent his entire life getting bullied by long-haired quarterback type guys and finally this is his way of getting noticed and this is big moment and then Maybe what happens? He loses Leto. to a long-haired quarterback, like rock star. Who didn't, and gets didn't he literally jokes made about him at all of the Constantly. award shows he goes to? He handles it so well, though. He yeah. does. I really, I really love him. I really like, his just, heart. I think that's also to go back to Lupita. I think a lot of why she got really popular is her appearances during award season. As you said, she always had these stunning dresses on. She just carries She's herself. She's worn with, every single color. Yeah. Every single one. Well, and she carries herself with just like this kind of unteachable grace in general. And the more public appearances a person like that makes, same as Jennifer Lawrence, yep. the better for their public image. Although she has a very different it's type different. of grace. <laughs> it's, it's different. It's, but Jennifer Lawrence's is a lot more real, whereas Lupita's got this refined kind of grace, like this charm school approach, yep. which is great. And she's got a lovely accent. She does. Love the Nigerian accent. Okay, I've saved about or, 10 sorry, Kenyan accent. I've saved the last 10 minutes of our show so we can discuss Leo. Because that <laughs> for me was the, or at least I want a giant section to discuss this because I have yeah, a he's lot. He's got a lot of I Leo have a lot opinions. to say about Leo. So that for me was the biggest, wait, wait. apart from the selfie. Oh. Before we get away from, we all agree that 12 Years a Slave was probably oh, it was the amazing. right pick for best picture. It was amazing. It was probably the right pick for best picture. I did not see it. I saw no, it. No, you didn't. Yeah, no. it was, it was, yeah. I, I, it was incredible. I, Watch I was day sure like it was going to be incredible. Uh, it's but, hard, but it's gonna it's ruin to me. So I was watch like, I need, watch. I need space. Watch it on a day like today, where it's raining out, and you know, you like, you had a lot of homework, and you're just now done, but you kind of probably had a crappy morning because it's raining, and your day is not going to get much worse. Watch it. <laughs> if you're having a great day, don't watch Twelve Years a Slave because it will bring you down. 
it's, I think I'm quoting you when I say it makes you feel bad for being white. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, you said oh, yeah. that. that. It's it's a hard but movie. But I don't think it aims to do that. I just no. feel bad about it. Like, I just I generally am like, it, oh, man, I can't you're, believe... You're just a decent person, so <laughs> confronting like the fact... I think so. And, before, yeah. and then the other, the other theory that came out of 12 Years a Slave this year is especially when uh, when you and McGregor appeared during the Oscars. Mm, and right. I, and I realized, or I had this... This this theory comes from Bill Simmons of Grantland.com and he's a sports slash pop culture writer. The it's I guess he calls it the, the Lane theory, and it stems from the idea that Michael Keaton and Tom Hanks in the late '80s were getting very similar roles, and Michael Keaton got the Batman role that Tom Hanks was auditioned for. Michael Keaton got this role, he was winning, and then all of a sudden, Forrest Gump happens. Michael Keaton stops getting roles. Tom Hanks starts getting all these roles that you could easily cast Michael Keaton in. It's the, the only there only can be one theory, and now there can only be one. There can only be one. The addition that I'm making to that now is Michael Fassbender. Taking all the roles that would otherwise go to you and McGregor. It's a interesting. Call. It's a valid. Th- I don't know valid, but it's it's a reasonable theory. Uh, like, think. and they both, and I also made the supporting point that they both got their first major lead role, their first big shine, was in a movie where they showed their dick. <laughs> See, Velvet, Velvet Goldmine for you and McGregor, and Shame for Michael Fassbender. Well, Shane, yeah, and I made the point that Shame came after his other big three, which were he he was a supporting role in Three Hundred, a supporting role in Inglorious. See, I don't Bastards. even remember him from Three Hundred. He was like he's Inglorious Bastards, was the first Shame. place I and saw. And then he also was Magneto. Same year. It was released four months later. Months before X Men became before Shame yeah. in the terms of re- being released. In terms of production, they were you don't they think were produced back to back. No, it was, but, but Shame has got him, got him his Oscar nomination. Oh, yeah, got him, yeah, yeah. Got him his quote-unquote, that's why I said... got him sh- the actor cred. That's why I said yeah. shine, less so than popularity. Yeah, yeah. See, if you show your penis, then you're definitely going to get nominated. Especially seems. when it's eight inches and flaccid. <laughs> yeah, I had Just to ask saying. you that the other day. I had to ask. Okay, so, yeah, so 12 Years of Slate, I've seen now since uh, since the award show, I've watched Dallas Buyers Club last night. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 Years a Slave, and Wolf of Wall Street. And you'd already seen American Hustle, right? I've not seen American Hustle. Oh, you Hustle. haven't? Okay. You, I'm surprised. I highly recommend that. Yeah. You will love that movie. I think I would love it. Uh, I really, the reason I watched those three movies is because I wanted to be able to discuss the Leonardo DiCaprio the debate actors, in yeah. with complete uh, knowledge of what I'm talking about. Because I thought Chiwetel was better than him. Oh, yeah. From what I've seen, okay, the other two, who are the other ones who are nominated? Um of the Christi- five Christian Bale Christian Bale who I thought was amazing in American Hustle okay. like I forgot yeah, but... he was Christian Bale and I do not like Christian Bale so. I don't really feel like that movie had a lead actor though him and Bradley Cooper kind of shared screen I don't know it, uh, yeah. it's, that... it's one of those political well, things in the way that that movie was kind of muddied in its story because yeah. it kind of forgets about half of its characters halfway through and then remembers them <laughs> yeah. at the end yeah Jeremy Renner yeah, <laughs> poor Jeremy. I Renner. liked Jeremy Renner in that. Was, and I don't like Jeremy Renner in anything. There's either. a snub. I thought he was fantastic in that movie, and I thought he could have gotten a best supporting actor nomination. Yeah, but then he would have been up against Bradley Cooper. It's this thing with two two guys from the same movie. It doesn't happen rare. often. Okay, so here's my thing. Do your wolf pit. My wolf pit. <laughs> to people who say, "I'm okay," for the, the, I compare. I can firmly say against uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor and um, Matthew McConaughey. Leonardo DiCaprio's performance in Wolf of Wall Street was nowhere near as good as either of those two. Not even to put them in the same discussion to me is a kind of insulting to their work. To to Edgyfer and McConaughey. Yeah, it's it's not even on the same Make level. The, the comparison you made to me yesterday between the uh, "I will survive" speech from Chiwetel mm, versus yeah. versus remake the, that point. Here's the point that I made, <laughs> and it's the same thing. I th- I see this a lot with Leonardo DiCaprio performances. So. I I came up with this theory, like this funny th- uh, thought last night. Um, 
that Leonardo DiCaprio and Matthew McConaughey are essentially playing reverse roles in their movies. In Le- Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio starts off as a really good person and because of Matthew McConaughey becomes an addict. Where in uh, Dallas Buyers Club, Matthew McConaughey is an, an addict. addict and because of Matthew McConaughey becomes a good person. <laughs> so, which is like the exact opposite role. But there's a, there's a speech in... Uh, let me get this. I'm going to point this out. I've never really been a big Leo fan. I think he's a, a good actor. We had a, a really good actor. We had a really long argument about a, this during the show, actually. A really consistent I, actor. I would fight you about that. I, I think, think he's a good. really consistent yep. actor. I don't think... The only role I, you can make a case, I think, for being snubbed was uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Grape. Grape yeah. Gilbert Grape, yeah. Which, for me... But we went back and looked at his previous Oscar losses, and the guys he was up against were better than him that year. In other Every years, year. he could be three for three. What, for what? best actor, well, I mean, he lost to Forrest Whitaker for the last King of it for the Aviator, but I liked. I, I thought that's his best role. To be perfectly I, honest, I, I, I didn't actually. Know, I didn't like the Aviator. His character either. actually transforms in that movie, unlike that's most true. of his movies. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. catch me if you can. My that's, favorite Leo that, movie. That's a great one. I love, I love that. that movie. And that was the first one I pointed out to Zach when he asked, "Which one? Can you name? Can you name a good movie that he carried?" And Catch Me If You Can is yeah, the first one. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can is an amazing movie. I didn't like Catch Me If You Can. How do you not like that movie? I didn't like it. So cute. It's. That's Leo's last like teenage heartthrob movie too. I, I love He's con so... man movies. I admit yeah, anything involving yeah. Peter Pan, anything involving con man, I will love. If film, film, man, we, I, I love. Write, I, I'm I gonna write like... a screenplay with Peter Pan as a con man just for you, Noemi. I would, I would <laughs> love that movie so much. Just write Captain Hook as a con man, and then like Ooh. do do feed into that. The only really good part that I really remember liking from Catch Me If You Can is Tom Hanks's joke that he tells in the car. <laughs> <laughs> knock knock, who's there? Go F yourselves. <laughs> I thought it was a great scene. Um, but here's my point I made about Leonardo DiCaprio. I, for me, his there's a scene in Wolf of Wall Street when he has to step down from uh, ho- uh, from the head of the company, the CEO of this company that he's created this because he, the laws come in and he's doing all these illegal things, obviously. So he has to step down in order to avoid being arrested. So he gives this biz- his final business meeting in front of hundreds of salesmen or what would you call them? Stockbrokers, um, employees of his em- employees, and he's giving this speech about okay how he has to step down. He's really sorry about it, and every single person's face in the audience, they're like they're sad. Not they're sad that he's leaving, not because he yeah, not because he gave them got them rich, which he did. He got them all stinking rich, but they he tells this story about this woman, one of the first people to work for him. How she when she came in, she was five thousand dollars short because she needed to pay for her son's tuition. So he wrote her a check for twenty five thousand. And the point of that scene is to show that to indicate that he there's something more to his character not just that he's a scumbag who's in it for money that he actually kind of cares about these people who he's brought into his mm-hmm. life but you get no indication about that before at any point previous so there's no i think he was saying during that scene like you get the words but nothing yeah, on his face or in his body language nothing indicates, indicates that he's saying these things it's all what he's saying not what he's showing not what he has showed through the entire movie could that be movie. intentional though could it could it imply that he's not being truthful yet? Yeah, theory? exactly. Could it imply Depends that he's just trying you... to give an inspirational speech to go out on? But it's no, all he's not BS. giving an inspirational. Depends speech. on how you read that scene, I think. Yeah, because eventually what happens is it. because yeah, he's so connect I. because he has such an attachment with. Um, I'm spoiling this by the way, but because Who he has cares? such an attachment to it, he eventually stays, which eventually leads to his downfall because he doesn't leave the company. Because that's what he's supposed to be implying is he doesn't want to go back on his word. He doesn't want to be a hypocrite because he's told them never quit, and he's so attached to these people and what he's done and what he's created and how these people they rely on him and he loves them and they even say I love you and they're crying about it but you get no (laughs) indication up up until that point I was like oh he actually cares about these people 
because the entire movie he's just ripping into them and just kind of acting non like he acts the same way around them as he does the the FBI agent who's investigating him. But now, in in Edgyfer, you see layers that. and layers. The bi- yeah, the big scene in uh, that they showed in every single Oscar clip is the scene where he's uh berating Eliza for crying and he do- does his uh I will survive. I will not give in to despair. That scene. So you good impression. Wa- <laughs> dead on. You you watch that scene. And there's so much to it. A, he's mad because she's crying, and he's, and also he's and he mad doesn't want to get her to get her. He, her, he doesn't he want, want her to get whipped. He doesn't yep. want her to get whipped. He feels that he could maybe get in trouble because she keeps making all this sound. But also, there's this added layer of he's trying to also a inspire her and also inspire himself, but at the same time not believing a word he's saying. You get all of that when you're yeah, seeing him perform. That's why that's the perfect Oscar clip. There's it's a perfect Oscar clip, and oh. it just. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, just, I have to interrupt. They used the wrong clip from American Hustle for Jennifer Lawrence. What did they use for her? They they used um like the bit where she's threatening. Oh, they should have used no, the science used, oven. No, they should have used the microwave Yeah, that's scene. the yeah, science yeah, oven yeah. scene. Yeah. Don't put metal in the science oven. Never mind that. Yeah. I do what I want. She literally says, I do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an amazing scene. And it's the perfect length. And it, it just encapsulates her entire character. And I'm like, why didn't they use the freaking microwave scene? The best the best part of that is after that when he comes home and he's like, I told you not to put metal in the science oven. They call it, that's what they call the microwave. Okay. Um, and she's like, well, like, how would we know that it would lead to a fire if I hadn't done that? So thank God for me. Yeah, that, that's the scene I wanted. That one. <laughs> Megan, that Megan so and I, good. whenever Megan and I do something wrong to one another, we say thank God for me to try to justify it now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> thank God for I, me. I have a question about yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Um, do you, are you in the, it glorified this guy's actions camp or the, like, it accurately portrayed them as kind of horrific camp? Uh, let me ask the you. The sound of money since we're talking about the Wolf let of me, Wall Street. Let me ask you a question. Do you see Goodfellas? Yes. No. Do you think his, the actions in that movie glorify what he did? No. Okay, then no. Because that's exactly, it's the exact same movie except instead of gangsters, it's Wall Street Brokers. It's you the exact Wolf, same Goodfellas? movie. No, I, I, it's the, I have, it's the rise and I fall have of some, a odd, some odd misses on my classic movie category. And yet it. I've seen like a billion bizarre foreign films. I haven't seen, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Goodfellas until last year. But yeah, it's about the rise and eventual fall of a gangster. Yeah, and it ends the exact, like it, it carries the exact same arc. The only difference is there's way more swearing, <laughs> way and it's, more and it's, ridiculous and it's, scenes. Like, is it shorter, I assume? Yes. <laughs> Goodfellas is not much shorter though. It's not <laughs> three hours, that's no, for sure. No, but it's maybe two and a half. Yeah, it's it's a long movie. It's Scorsese. Um, it's the exact same movie. So it, no, at the end it doesn't glorify it, but at the same time you're like, okay, all it's done is show this guy's because he got invested, investigated by the FBI. That's really what leads to his downfall. Yeah, it, the entire time he's loving life, and then eventually, yeah, and then at the very end everything comes crumbling down. His family leaves him, and blah 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 blah. To go back to the question from the very beginning of the show, Jennifer Lawrence lost the Oscar for Winter's Bone to Natalie Portman for Black Swan. Right. I, she was amazing. Yeah, there's no, there's no arguing that. That's in no my argument. Opinion. Oh, no, I don't know. They're okay, there's arguments, we, yeah, obviously. Yeah, no, you, can, you can make, you an can argument make that argument. <laughs> yeah, I can make, I literally can make an argument for whatever I want, but. Both of those are good want. choices, but. But, but again, again, just again. compared to the win in Silver Linings Playbook, like the one she would should have won for is Winter's Bone. Is Winter's Bone, but Silver, she was great, and she carried Silver Linings, in my opinion. She was like the emotional center of that yeah. movie. Yeah. That's this much is true. So we're at 33 minutes now. I'm just going to wrap up my point about Leo. Is that he's a very consistent actor. I just there's very few times where I've been like, okay, that's an amazing performance, worthy of being called best actor. I people said Wolf of Wall Street was his best film. I disagree. I really liked Blood Diamond, Aviator. He put on a really good performance, even though it wasn't my favorite movie of all time. I just think that there's 
people think he's too good looking. That's the reason. The, 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 that's, he's that's not that thing. good looking. Well, he, it, but, but he is, but he, what, like, I forget how old you are. I'm 25. Okay, so you're 26. my age. So, like, when we were kids, he was, like, the teen heartthrob when we were kids. I'm also, I'm yeah, kind of I've never that's seen where, Titanic. I know, but that's where that stigma comes from. He's yeah. still kind of trying to shed that pretty boy stigma that, you know, it took Brad Pitt years and years to shed. Johnny this Depp. Johnny Depp had to straight up become an ugly, dirty, homeless guy, pirate, <laughs> to get to shed that image. No, no, like, no, that did not shed that image. Do you know no. how many people think Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow, yes. I agree with you, but, like, that was his first, the first time he started getting critical acclaim for his acting was the first parts of the Caribbean movie which he got an Oscar <laughs> nomination for don't forget which is ridiculous I thought he was amazing he is great yeah. but, but he was great no, it's I don't know I don't know I think he's got stuck so in what? the Tim Burton and Jack Sparrow loop in like in like absolute yeah, awful I, movie territory I agree with you Lone Ranger yeah. mm. Lone Ranger two time Oscar mm. nominee <laughs> Well, it, it, technically, that was my, it was very pretty. That was for me. That was my biggest snub was Jackass not winning the makeup category. <laughs> yeah, to be perfectly honest, um, I think the we're going to spend two seconds on makeup here for a second. Dallas Buyers Club won that because of what they had to do to get that makeup done. Like their makeup budget was like five hundred dollars. Yeah, like yeah. not even a thousand dollars, which is that's unreal. Yeah, for to do that did, for a feature incredible. film, it was incredible. It was very good. Very good. Sorry, uh, you know, incredible is a strong word. It was very good. It was very good. It was very good. AIDS lesion, like you know that kind of thing, but. The stuff from Jackass, like you can tell by the trailer, that's incredible old man makeup. And they just didn't want to give an Oscar to Jackass. I'm sure because the average age of the people voting is 63. Is that true? In the Academy, you have that. I was going to say 275, but (laughs) you're off by the the average race is very, very white, and the average gender is very, very male. However, they have a black black female president now. Yay! Which is nice. So that's some progress. And she made an appearance. Did they do that every single time? Yeah, the Oscar the Oscar president. So to sum up everything, Ellen sucked. A lot. I'm really glad that original songs were performed because this yeah. year's original songs were amazing. How cute was that speech that the the the, the Lopez, Lopez couple? Yeah. Yes. That, that was so. That's how you do a tandem speech. Yes. Megan and I were talking about that all night. Like, if we ever win, we are going to have our s together for when we do our tandem speech because there were so many bad ones. Yes. And then they came up later in the night, and Megan was like, "Yeah, that's how you do it." And he got an EGOT. So biggest snubs were God. Only one speech, thank God. Yes, only Matthew um, McConaughey, thanked God. Yeah. <laughs> I hated his speech until the point we went, all right, all right, all right. Yes, agreed. Oh, wait, I want to give out my Oscar Oscars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we yeah, quickly. We'll have We're a little bit longer show. So go. The, uh, the best speech was easily Lupita Nyong'o, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. be- best babysitter was Matthew McConaughey for his work with Kim Novak. Oh, that was hard to watch. And, and like, regardless, she was just she's just an old woman. But like, and regardless of what he, what she looked like, he just kept having to pull her closer to the mic, yeah, closer to the mic. So he did a great job babysitting. Best ad lib, I would go give to Kevin Spacey who followed. Um, oh yeah, the woman who sang after the twenty feet from stardom. Yeah, the black. I can't sang. believe yeah. that one. By the way, I'm so happy that one. Yeah, well, it's always music that wins. Music documentaries generally win. I know, but it was just so happy compared to like the act of killing, which was about yeah. people actually recreating the murders they committed, like yeah. the massive, the mass slaughter. The, uh, yeah. So Kevin and Kevin Spacey came on after that, and like based on something she had said at the end of her speech. Performed well, as Frank Underwood for like thirty seconds from House of Cards. <laughs> I sing because yeah, and, and I sing because you know. All the folks in Washington don't have any need for me tonight. Yeah. And it was great. Uh, the best I'll have what she's having moment, mm. Kim Novak. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Whatever she was on, I want some of it. Best bad Ellen bit, probably the selfie. Because it was a bad one? Yeah, it wasn't funny, but it worked and it was probably... The pizza the pr- one was worse than that. But it best. Best bad oh, one. Oh, best Not bad. worst okay. one. Because <laughs> uh, they were all bad. Best moment, 
for me was Alfonso Cuaron giving Sidney Poitier the, uh, the, I have no better way to say this, but giving Sidney Poitier the black guy handshake. Oh, Kind yeah. of being like, what's up, dog? And like giving him the like kind of sideways handshake. Like, like he's not a 70 year old man. Like when Obama man. met Kevin Durant in <laughs> yeah. the locker room. Yeah. He's like shaking the coach's hand and what's up, KD? Uh. Uh, mine was th- those pink. are my Oscar Oscars. My favorite moment was Pink singing. Uh, also, the speech. I like the speech by the Lopez. Uh, the, yeah, the that was P.S. second runner-up for best speech. Um, what, is it Robert Lopez? Yeah. Okay, uh, congrats to him. Youngest uh, winner of the GOAT. I call it GOAT, E-got. otherwise known as the EGOT. Um, youngest Gio, ever. Yeah, youngest ever at 39. Congrats to him. He's the genius behind Avenue Q in the Book of Mormon. Oh, I love both of those. Yes, <laughs> um, amazing. So that's all what we have time for today. To summarize everything, Ellen was brutal, Matthew McConaughey was amazing, and don't be a racist. And also white suits all day. White suits. Yeah, that's ironic. Yeah, don't be racist, but also white suits. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we'd like to thank Noemi for joining us today. Yay! Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And Max. Love you guys. Keep your stick on the ice, kids. Shaboopy. Shaboopy.